everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm good. A little frantic here. We uh, we had a last minute scheduling change, so we made it though. <laughs> I know we survived. Honestly, it like worked out perfectly because the puppy was like about to go to sleep. So I'm like, oh, this is like prime time to put her in her crate. I wasn't sure if like if she would be like sometimes when you had like talks, like he didn't really enjoy your recording times. And no. no, so I put her what's really nice about my apartment here is like my spare room is like pretty separated from my bedroom. So right. like, her crate is in my bedroom. So I just put her in there and put like the music on so she oh. like, can't hear anything. Her your curated playlist. Yes, of Disney classical piano mix. <laughs> I really thought it was just going to be like vocal recordings of yourself. So I am impressed by the, the Disney mix. Every night, you know, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Oh, man. How was your week? Anything exciting happen? Nothing. I booked my flight to Calgary. So Yay. I come on Thursday. I'm yes. very excited, like looking forward to it, minus the cold. <laughs> It's actually pretty nice out today. Like yeah. it's a, it's like above zero, um, sunny. Although it's been like crazy windy, um, uh, obviously because the Chinook's blown in. But yeah, um, yeah. But I'm excited for you to get like, here. I know my mom's like trying to minimize my packing, and she's like, "You don't need a winter coat. Like, don't bring." Oh God! I was like, "You live in Calgary." I do <laughs> just want to remind you of what going to the Flames game on New Year's Eve is like. <laughs> we did a couple years where it was like a minus a billion, and we're like at the party in our winter boots and winter coats. <laughs> like that one year when they were telling people like not to leave their homes, like, right? <laughs> and we're like, "No, must make it to the Flames game." But I'm really excited because um, with the, so I was originally supposed to fly like last or next weekend, but just because of like the new COVID variant, I was like, get me out of here. Like I'm, I was worried that they were going to change all the restrictions, which luckily like Canada has, but doesn't impact U.S. travelers so, or people coming in from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get another Flames game my dad and I are going on the 18th. Nice. Which one's that one? The Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was packing them all in there. I was, we were at the Flames game against um, Carolina this week and there was like one random guy in a Columbus jersey and we were like, that's so strange. Like of all of the teams to even have a jersey for one and then like two to wear against like a completely other team. Um, so Did he have a name on it? Yeah, but now I'm blanking on who it was because okay. I only remember it had a name because the letters were like peeling off. Like I was like, this is a well-loved jersey that you are wearing, sir. Which is so, so strange because normally you see like one Montreal fan, one Toronto yeah. fan, like a Some Oiler fan. Yeah. 
but like and not it, typically Columbus. No, and like, I'm very, I'm very against the idea of like you can just wear a jersey because it's the like a sporting event. Like they're not transferable. No. Like when, when I went to the soccer game in Edmonton, like there was quite a few people wearing Flames jerseys, which like obviously I'm proud to represent Flames <laughs> in Edmonton. Any opportunity I get, but like different sport. Like not the same thing. It's not. No, not I'm. No. I'm with you. It it really bothers me. Like t- to no end that like I even when they're wearing a jersey of like a team that's not playing that night. I'm like I don't get yeah. it. Like yes. go elsewhere. No one wants to see your jersey. The only times I will like allow it is like when they have like an outdoor game at like a football arena or, or a football field yeah. or something like that. And so it's like, you know, you're wearing the football team's jersey while a hockey game is playing or something like yeah. that. Okay, fine, fine. But that's like know. even that, I'm like, Ugh, it's not quite what I'm looking for here, so. Well, the Flames started doing that lost fan thing, which I thoroughly yes. enjoy. <laughs> that's, that's what we thought was going to be on it. And it was funny because I like went to the bathroom right when they, and the siren went off and I was like, no, I'm going to miss a Columbus boy. But then it, <laughs> It ended up not being because we couldn't remember when they played Columbus. Um, and then we saw jo- uh, Brad Tree Living coming out of the bathroom and we got distracted after that. So oh, we never I mean, looking at hey, he, he was using the public bathrooms, like yeah, they are, the concourse they, level. They always, no, like the press level level. Oh, right. Because I guess they're little like um, boxes. Catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, my friend who I go with, like, often pees next to, like, Kelly Rudy or, like, Ryan Leslie or something. I'm so jealous because I'm like, oh, like, I don't want to pee next to, like, Cassie King of all, like. (laughs) My mom, when she was here the other day, or not the other day, like, a couple weeks ago, she was like, does she still announce the Flames games? Like, I haven't heard her voice recently, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure she's still there. Yeah. Um, but I will say, just speaking of Brad Tree Living, like, he didn't, we didn't say anything to him and he didn't say anything to us, but we, we passed him. It was right when he was going back into the catwalk, um, which, which is like where we sit on the opposite side of where the players and the GM typically sit. Like, we sit on the press catwalk side. So, like, he would really wouldn't be up there that often, but he, like, knew the guy's name that, like, opened the gate and was like, thanks, Evan. And I was like, oh, that's nice that he's actually not, like, a jerk. So, okay. Good job, Brad. <laughs> Makes up for a few things, I guess. Yeah, a few <laughs> few blunder trades. But. <laughs> but like, all good. Look, yeah. <laughs> all was made well when you didn't trade for Jack Eichel. There is, um, speaking of some of his trades, there is a big uh, ceremony plan for Lucic tonight, though, because um, his um, thousandth game, I guess, was last season, and so there was obviously no fans there, so... Tonight they play the Bruins, um, which obviously he His played for for a long time and won the cup with. Um, so we're oh, getting that'll a little, be nice. little ceremony for Luch on Chucky's birthday, I guess. So. I know. So, like, hopefully we can come away with a win. I'm honestly, expecting big games. Been, it hasn't been a great, like, three games. But the only saving grace is the Oilers have also lost the last three games and haven't even gone to OT or anything. True. The San Jose game was pretty rough because, like, that was, like, it was like apparently there are new Anaheim that we can't beat them. Um, it was, like, in a Vegas, We were up, yeah. like, 4-1. <laughs> yeah. And then – but the Carolina game um, – 
I thought we were pretty evenly matched and like yeah. I felt like we could have won it. They had some insane saves if you haven't seen the highlights of this like three goal line saves that they made. I think like, you sent me at least one of them. Yeah. It was like there was two on the same play and then there was a third one later. Plus we had a penalty shot, which like unfortunately Noah Hannafin had to take. So like oh geez. I had better <laughs> odds. <laughs> um but uh, upsetting. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was quite the week. Um, but I just want to segue that into my favorite NHL news of the week, which is the Coyotes. <laughs> for the best to... story of the year. So like, we already know that they've been having problems. Like their lease is, is ending. They're being evicted from the building. Like they have to find a new place to play. And then it comes out this week that they forgot to pay their taxes. And they're like citing human error on this. So I don't understand at all how this happens. Like to get to the point where like the city is going to lock you out of like your place of business, you must have gotten at least four to five notices that you are past due on your taxes. Like this isn't a, you missed one payment and like they're pissed. Like I'm going to defer to our resident accountant, you on this call, <laughs> but like, does it not seem like in an organization the size of the Coyotes, you know, valued around $400 million, you probably should have, like, a check and balance that it's not just, like, one person responsible for paying your taxes? And, like, there should be someone reviewing your, like, payables balance right? every, every month. And, like, you would assume, like, a lot of things would have had to go wrong for them to just have forgotten to pay. Like so, so cue up with the rumors of the uh, the return of the Nordiques or whatever other city. Because um, right, who in Arizona is going to take them now? Well, that's not like yeah, like you're. I don't know, like you're you're already being evicted because you know the lease is up and everything like that, and then you add this to the mix, like plus they're like the worst team in the league right now. Like there is no saving grace for them no. at all. Honestly, um, because you referenced how much the Coyotes are valued at, like, they really, I forget who released, like, the values of the NHL teams this week, yeah. and the Rangers are valued at $2 billion, and I yeah. don't know why, but, like, that shocked me. I, I mean, it, it didn't shock me. Like, I think they, the name of that franchise and everything like that, plus they're actually yeah. good again this year they've got some good players I think where they play at like Madison Square probably plays True. into that kind of thing like um you know their games are generally well attended uh you even see them in like pop culture right like you see like a Rangers jersey or like a hat or something like yeah in, in movies I guess, or like, shows a celeb draw too from from New York yeah um, yeah exactly like um <clears throat> so yeah but they yeah they're the first uh, NHL franchise, I guess, to be valued at $2 billion. Unfortunately, um, the Leafs missed it, which I'm sure they're upset about. They were $1.8 billion. Yeah, but I think this – was this the first time that the Rangers passed the Leafs in, in valuation? or Perhaps. I didn't, like, go in-depth into it. Um, right. But – and I forget who else was in the top. The Leafs, the Leafs were, like, top five, I would say. Yeah, I'm sure they were were top two. Um, no, they weren't. There was someone else between the Rangers. No, it's the Rangers, the Leafs, and the Canadians and oh. Blackhawks. Okay. 
like most of the original six teams are are up in in there. But the one that surprised me was like, and I'm not saying this as like a I really hate the Oilers, but they were valued at like over a billion, and I was Maybe pretty surprised by that. Account, like the Connor McDavid, and he's worth like half a million or something. <laughs> Like his his house cost is factored into the franchise. Exactly. The cost that they're going to have to spend selling that when they have to trade him. Like, <laughs> you're right. They're 1.1 billion, which is shocking. Yeah, it says that they doubled their value. Um, I'm sorry. I find it offensive that the Kraken are <laughs> valued above us. But I think that's because their expansion fee was $650 million, like, just to okay. get into the league. So you have to factor, basically, the cost that they bought in, and then, like, their arena, their players, their... I guess their arena is like brand new, which maybe that also yeah. plays into the Oilers, too. Like, they have a pretty swanky new arena. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So maybe so. we'll see the Flames in two years, like, bump up on that list. I mean, maybe. It's possible. Um, if they ever decide to do anything with that... Uh, well, the permits, they've happened. So, can, like, can someone dig a hole yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other NHL news this week. Um, Andre Fleury hit 500 wins. Yeah, probably which makes him the third goalie to do so. Behind Marty Brodeur and yeah. Patrick Waugh the other one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I've seen I see Marty Brodeur congratulate him. Who, I have to just segue, that was my favorite like, I don't know if you've seen the jerseys that New Jersey has come out with, like their yes. third jersey. Yeah. But they like, they say jersey on them. And then they like use that marketing campaign and they made like hats that say hats and shoes that say shoes. And I just think <laughs> it's amazing. And he designed them apparently. Like those jerseys oh. were designed by Marty Brodeur. So impressive. Well done, Marty Secret Brodeur. challenge. I know. I know. <laughs> goalie to that. Yeah. Always my favorite goalie. Yeah, uh, honestly, I did have like a soft spot for him, and then I finally got to see him play at some point, and I was like, "This is great!" Like, I love yeah, this. yeah. All through his dramatic like wife cheating <laughs> sister situation. <laughs> Look, nobody's perfect. <laughs> nobody's perfect. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, congrats to him. Like, justice for him because I still think he got like super screwed over by Vegas, and I'm not over that yet. But like, yeah. so justice for him. Well, I mean, it took him a lot longer to hit 500 wins because where Vegas traded him, like Chicago's been terrible. Chicago sucks. Which definitely should have definitely should have hit that earlier in the season here. So honestly, I want to know what was going through his head when that whole scandal with Chicago broke, and he's just like. Can I? I know I said I'd go to camp, but like, can I change my mind now? Well, there's been some trade rumors for him as well. Like, um, I've heard like Boston, even, um, you know, so, so I'm sure he's him going to a contender this yeah, year. Yeah. I, well, and absolutely, like the way he plays in the, in the postseason, like you'd right. be crazy to not, not get him. So Vegas um, just brings him back. I mean, they've been they've been doing okay now that their COVID and injury situation has righted yeah. itself. But um, you know, like I think about like like it looks like more promising that the Flames are going to make playoffs than it usually does at this time of year. But I also know that Markstrom is probably going to go play in the Olympics and play as starting goalie for Sweden. So like we've got a lot of Ladar Ladar time coming here, and like he's been not bad, but like but. is he your starting goalie? I don't know. 
And I mean, there's like, I could see probably a decent amount. Like I would think Lindholm is probably also going to play for Sweden. Oh, for Um, sure. You know, maybe a few other players get, get, well, you got Johnny and Johnny and Chucky for sure. Um, probably even Hannafin could be for, for the U S um, we can't have all our players go. We need them to take the month and rest, <laughs> meditate. They can, they can, maybe some of them will join the uh, the diplomatic boycott of the Olympics that the U.S. and Canada have decided right. officially on here now. Right. Which, okay, so after the, U, the U.S. went first and then Canada came out and said they would also do a diplomatic boycott. So basically, like, Justy is not going to the yeah. Olympics, and neither okay. is Biden. Thanks for saving us millions of dollars on your flight. <laughs> on your private flight for you and all your homies. For um, you to like go stand with like a bucket hat on, waving a flag. Like really sad for this situation. But so I don't know if China has also threatened Canada, but they have come out and threatened the U.S. that there will be consequences for them for their diplomatic boycott. Which, like, in my opinion. No one watches the Olympics to see Joe Biden there <laughs> waving the U.S. flag, like clapping along as the athletes enter. People watch the Olympics for the sports, and you're still going to get that viewership. I don't know if they're going to allow tourists or tickets. Like, I don't know. But, like, this has no impact on the Olympics. Yeah. They're, like, I mean, they've obviously become a very, like, political thing, and usually there's, like, you know, meetings that happen during it and things like that. And it's all meant to show the like, you know, fluffy friendship. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we're working on issues and that kind of stuff. So I can kind of understand, like, I mean, the the threat from China is a bit dramatic. Like, I feel like they should have been like, we're disappointed. Like we would have really appreciated this time to like, you know, work on our relationship. Um, and like, how about you make themselves look like, like the good guy? The genocide. And then, like, well, then this wouldn't happen. So, so like, you know, obviously, the, I'm happy that we're not like withdrawing from the Olympics yes. completely because, like, as much as I do not support what's going on in China, like, I do think that it is so punishing for it to be the athletes that yeah, are impacted exactly. by something like this. But people have come out and like complained that, like, Connor McDavid's going to go to the Olympics and they're like, he should be boycotting it. And it's like, I'm sure Connor McDavid has dreamed about this moment of right. being in the Olympics for sure. for so, especially because the last Olympics, the NHL didn't participate. Plan. So like, he, why should he have to sit out of the Olympics? Exactly. exactly. Because like something that he has no involvement in, he yeah. has no ability to influence like ridiculous. Yeah. So but, I no, I agree. Like I, I'm happy that the athletes are still going and, you know, if they want to choose personally to withdraw, fine. Like, okay. But I do agree. Like they've trained their entire life for this. This may be the only medal that Connor McDavid ever wins in his life. <laughs> so, Well, the U S and Canada are both in the um, same the, draw, this, the same draw with China. Um, I think it's the China and Germany and the U S and Canada. So like, you know, some, some superpowers in there and then some 
you know, lesser, lesser threats to, to, so I I do expect um, Canada and the U.S. to have not too many problems moving forward in the, in the seeding round there. So, (laughs) but we should get at least two games for U.S. and Canada. I would expect that. I know that will be, it will be exciting. Like, I don't know, build the rivalry up at that point, at least. Um, So we'll see what happens, but I'm getting very excited for them because I I love the win. I watched um, this snowboard, not the half pipe, but like they just go straight off the jump and do this twist. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited for the Olympics. Like this guy just turned like five times in the air. Yeah, definitely a skill set that I do not have. No. So, no. But, yeah. um, in other sports news, I have to say one of my favorite stories of the week came out of the NCAA, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Um, plot, twist. So, plot twist. So there was a player um, that plays for um, U-Pit, I guess. Um, oh, he's yeah, quarter- yeah. He's the quarterback. And yeah. so basically... Basically, in football, if the quarterback initiates a slide, um, he's, like, a dead player kind of thing. Like, you can't tackle him. You can't, like, you know, hit him, like, that kind of stuff. Like, it's it's a protection process for for the quarterback. Um, but so typically what they do is they, like, slide feet first, and that, like, marks them down. And so this quarterback, Kenny Pickett, um, did a fake out. Slide. And he, yeah. like, pretended he was going to slide, like, pretty impressive pretend actually so it caused the entire like defense of the of the opposite team to stop as you're supposed to um and he didn't go down he ran it in and and so it was pretty like it was pretty they won the bowl game their bowl game on that or or their like league championship on that or like that was a contributing factor to them winning. Yeah. So, um, so since then, now the NCAA has come in and actually introduced a new rule, like not clarifying an old one or like, you know, saying that this should have been against this rule, but like a new rule specifically stating that you can't fake slide anymore. Wild. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and he's come out, like he made some comments after the game because people were asking him about it. And he's like, well, I can imagine, like, some quarterbacks are going to get injured now because, like, the defenses aren't going to do anything. But yeah. I guess, you know what? Good for you. You got away with it for one year. Well, that's the thing. Like, now you can't do it anymore. But, yeah. look, you won. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You didn't violate rule. Like, you exactly. know, kind of a gray area in your integrity or something yeah. like that. But, like, there is, there was nothing that states that you couldn't do it. So now there is. Now they've made it clear. And, um, yeah. yeah. That's that's how rules get started, right? Is like someone does something and they don't like it, so they have to rule it. <laughs> and so, everyone complains. And yeah, then... like the Sean Avery rule, right? Like if there was no rule that said you couldn't stand in, in front of Marty Bordeaux or call him fatso and wave your stick in his face. <laughs> now there is. <laughs> I didn't think we'd have two Marty Bordeaux jokes in this call here today, but here we are. So <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Sean Avery was such a pest. But honestly, then he started dating. I forget who it was, but she was like pretty famous in herself. And I was like, well done, Sean Avery. Like the, that model, right? Or yeah, she or she was like, like a news story news anchor or something like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I had to block him on social media. He was so annoying. Um who why am I blanking? Hil- Hillary Rhoda. Yeah, yeah. 
they're they were married. I think they're actually still married. Oh, and he also dated oh Alicia Cuthbert, right? Well, this yes, sloppy seconds. Everything coming back to me now. Yeah, all, Who, all coming back. Which it sounds like happy endings might be getting revived. Yes. Speaking of Alicia Cuthbert, um, amazing. Yes, so one great. of my one of my favorite shows, and like gone too soon. <laughs> it was. I do love Adam Pally. Like he's he's great. Yes, I'm um, a huge fan. Yeah. Should we use that as our segue into pop culture? Or was there any other sports stories we want to cover? No, that was all. Okay. Because I feel like we could talk about the return of another TV show that came up this week. Sex in the City revival. Did you watch it? No. Okay. So here's the thing. I never watched the show. I watched the movies. And honestly, I thought this was going to be another movie, which like... I, I thought it was really a movie too. I don't know why I thought I thought it was a movie and not a TV show. No, I 100% thought it was a movie. And I was like, okay, I can commit to watching another movie. Great. Don't know if I can commit to the TV show. But someone who I'll, who's not happy is Peloton. Because... Well, so spoiler alert here. If you're planning to watch it and haven't seen the news yet, uh, maybe fast forward a couple minutes here. Yeah. But um, yeah, the first episode aired this week and there was like a really big uh, death, death um, by a main character, um, yeah. Big, played by, by Chris Noth there. Yeah. Have you, so he, it sounds like what the scene was is like Carrie left and he like went out for the day to run some errands or something like that. And he and she, got on his Peloton to like do yeah. a workout. Yeah. And she returned and he had like a heart attack and ultimately oh. passed away. On the bike, yeah, during his ride. And Peloton has basically come out and said they signed off on them using the bike, but, like, they had no idea that this storyline was going to happen. And their stock price, like, tanked after the It's gone down, like, 11% or something like that. wild. Honestly, if I was them, I'd be pissed. Well, and that's the thing. Like, they used a legitimate Peloton instructor. Like, one of their instructors, like, played a different character, but it was, like, an actual... Like, they didn't, like, just go find someone and be like, you're a Peloton instructor. Like, it was a real one. It's their bike. Like, they didn't call it, like, Pelotron or something that, like, you know, clearly was a different product. Um, And, yeah, and, like... And then... So Peloton's, like, basically come out and said, like, Big had like pre-existing conditions, kind of right. thing, and um, like he, he you know, have been riding. Well, that, and that's the thing. Like they talked like his lifestyle in the show and everything like that. Like he's like a party, not a partier, but like you know, they're they're typically outgoing to like social soirees and things like that and everything. Yeah. So he's like you know consuming more alcoholic beverages and eating less healthy food and like that kind of stuff. And I'm like. But yeah, like their stock has just plummeted. And I just think that is absolutely wild because like I did not realize this many people were going to be watching Sex in the City. No. Also, I don't want to watch it now knowing that he dies because like, okay, the premise of the first movie was that they got engaged and then... He left her at the altar. He left her at the altar and then they got back together at the end. And then in the second movie, she cheats on him basically and, and like justice for big can we just have one instance where like he's okay and like can we just see yeah, I was relationship a, through for a bit no I was never a big fan and I didn't watch it very religiously like I didn't get that channel when I was growing up and so I only ever watched it at my friend's house 
And so like, wasn't consistent or anything, but I never liked Bagos always team Aiden. Okay. Yeah. So. But I'm just like, this guy has been through enough right now. And like, I just, I, and it's more so not even for him, but like, she is so dramatic and like, can we just have a bit where it's not like she's the problem? But I think that's like, and I don't know, obviously, what the deal was with getting Kristen off to come back. Like, was yeah. he like, I only want to do like a you know quick part of it, or like, did, was this initially you know not what he yeah. thought it was going to be? But I think where Sex and the City had success was Carrie going on like dating situations, True. right? Yeah. And so for her to just be married, and then like, I can't remember exactly, but like, I think Miranda and Charlotte are both in yeah. relationships um, yes. and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so now there is no, like, plot around the dating world of New right. York City, which but is, like, largely... But now we're into, like, dating as a 50-year-old, and, like, I don't need to watch that, okay? <laughs> like... Yeah, so I don't know, but I don't think, like, they could have... I don't know that the show would have had much success if it was literally just the three of them gathering yeah. to have brunch to talk about, like, what their kids did that night kind of thing. And I am interested to see how they deal with the Kim Cattrall exit. Like, what are they going to say on the show? Like about her just, or are they just going to pretend that nothing happened? Well, that's the other part of this is like, this was so dramatic that it's kind of saved them from having to like, like no one is talking about what they've said about Kim Cattrall. Like I actually don't even know. Like she must've been addressed in the first episode, but you haven't heard anything about it because they've only been talking about Peloton and Chris, Mouth died as big. So, I mean, well orchestrated in terms of yeah. controlling the, the news, the narrative. Yeah. So, um, yeah, quite the, quite the interesting uh, debut there for them. Right. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe I'll tune in, but it's not top of, on my list right now. No, probably not for me either. No. Um, I feel like we need to take a little um, crime break here and report on all of the dramatic celebrity um, trials that have been going on lately. There has been a lot. And (laughs) one of my favorites is regarding Jesse, but I think it's spelled J-U-S-S-E or I-E or something like that. Smollett, who was an actor on Empire, I believe. And this, okay... This all went down, I believe, when I lived in Chicago, like the original thing. And that's where they film. And it came out that he was attacked in this hate crime. Um, you know, he's he's black. There was this hate crime against him. These two people, like, beat him up. Um, then, plot twist, they get arrested and say, no, no, he hired us to stage this basically yeah so he basically back in 2019 and we talked about this in a previous episode when he was first charged about it but he came out and said that he was a victim of a racial um like hate crime and that he'd been attacked and um and then like and then there was something around the police and everything like that too um, they well, he he, sent them on like a huge police chase, basically. Yeah, because like he said he showed up like with like a, a noose around his neck that they, he said yeah. that the attackers had like, which like obviously is like pretty horrible at the best times, let alone for like a black person to to get right. that kind of um, you know a- action or anything like that. 
Um, and so there was definitely some red flags raised. Like he didn't take the noose off was I think one of the first ones that they were like, you know, you probably just wouldn't walk around like that. Like you probably would have done something. Um, and then I guess, yes. Yeah. And so then anyways, he ultimately ended up being charged. And basically the reason why he was found guilty of like fabricating and this lawsuit was because he had gone to Subway and ordered a sandwich and there is like video footage of him going and getting the sandwich and then like getting attacked happened before he got home and he gets home and he's still holding the same subway sandwich. And they're like, you probably would have left the sandwich somewhere or dropped it oh, had this actually happened. Such a great story. And I don't understand, like, I haven't watched Empire, but like, uh, I think it had a pretty good following. Like, I don't know if it's still on, but it had tar. Taraji P. Henson, who's like a pretty big name, and I think it did very well. Like, you're on this popular show. Like, why? 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 Yeah, I don't know. Um, he, I mean, he obviously is going to appeal it here at this point in time, so we're still going to have to wait on that. But I mean, I don't know how you overturn that. Like, they're saying you practice this, like, with the accusers. Like, oh, the, you, yeah. Like, it's, it's a pretty wild, wild case. And, and like, uh, these accusers, I mean, I don't know what they got paid. I assume they got paid for this, like, by him. Yeah. But, like, clearly not enough because they turned on a dime. Yeah. <laughs> it was not hard at all, so. <laughs> oh. um, in other celebrity trial updates, the Josh Tr- Duggar trial concluded this week. Yeah. Um, and he found was found guilty. guilty. Um, and so like, sounds like he's going likely going to be sentenced to like 15, 20 years in, in prison here now. So they, yeah. They said, so he was found guilty on two charges or two counts or something like that. And each count holds a 20 year maximum right. and a $250,000 maximum fine. So like he could spend up to 40 years. I don't know if he actually will, but um, what I found very interesting was who from the Duggars were at the trial and who was not. And one of them who was not is Ginger, who is like, honestly, I think she's backed away like quite a bit from them. She was on that show, like counting on, but then she got married and like moved, moved out of Arkansas, I think they lived in, but she wears jeans now, you know, very taboo for the the Duggars. Like you can't wear jeans. Um, And she posted this lengthy statement on her Instagram today, basically saying how disgusting her brother is. And like, she's so happy that justice has been brought to these children. And, you know, she's so happy the jury basically found him guilty. So did she, did she say anything about her other sister? Because now Janet Duggar has also been charged with endangering a child's welfare. So assuming she must have known one of these children in the, in the pornography. Right. So she did not mention the sister. Okay. Um, And I had a lot of questions because I read that article about her and like they basically don't give any details. They just say that she's been charged with endangering a child. And I was like, okay, she doesn't have a child. So who has she endangered? (laughs) Like, please elaborate. But it was, I thought she was one of the ones like back in the day when it came out that he had like abused his sisters. 
I thought that she was one of them, but maybe not. I think for sure it was Jill and Jessa, but I thought she was included as well. So we'll be interesting to see what comes out of that, but not great times for the Duggars and... Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, they're probably not going to say too much on her right now if, yeah. if the hasn't got to child trial or anything like that. But um, yeah, the timings and everything like that, like she's pled not guilty um, and her trial starts in January there. So, Right, right. It's, that seems like a pretty quick turnaround for this trial. So Yeah, I don't know. It's probably... Like it's called a bench trial, which so I'm not sure what that means. Um, right, I don't know how the law works, but <laughs> it could just be like you know that first hearing kind of thing where you're just going and like hearing what the charges are against yeah. you or something like that. Um, okay, yeah, that's probably. But I don't know. It's a bench trial. I'm not sure if that involves a jury or if it's just the judge there. So yeah. there's probably less preparation for it. Um, so, but in Josh Duggars, one of the most interesting comments that I read is his defense lawyer like argued that basically he was too stupid to understand what was going on because he only has a high school education from being homeschooled. <laughs> it's like, oh god. This is so embarrassing for you. I mean, the the theory behind that's not wrong. Like, it doesn't sound like he's, like, the smartest no. person. But um, I don't think you need more than a high school, homeschool education to recognize that child pornography is totally wrong. Right. So, you know. Right. Like, so, like, I can maybe understand using that excuse if they were, like, if there's some error on your taxes or something like that. Like, the, sure. co- the coyotes could maybe use that if, if Josh Duggar was their tax department. But <laughs> The coyotes, like, accountant is just this homeschool, <laughs> a homeschool jungle freak quote from Mean Girls. I, this is, like, a wild speculation, but, like, in, like, 20 years from now, is that going to be, like, a legitimate defense because of all these kids who've been homeschooled during COVID by, like... <laughs> Their parents who like really I'm also working at the same time you're gonna have to learn this on your own. Here's here's the iPad. Watch this iPad. Go go. Oh man. Um the other trial that's going on is it's kind of weird. Um so Taylor Swift is being brought back to trial on like the accusation that she's she stole the lyrics, haters gonna hate and players gonna play. Um in that's in Shake It Off from some other band who no one's ever heard of and obviously Like, it's not going to win this trial, but... Your song is Haters Gonna Hate or something like that. Well, so so this went through a trial before, and it was dismissed, and now it's it's been re-brought, reopened, and so, like, they're obviously accusing her of of using their lyrics, but, like, Haters Gonna Hate, Players Gonna Play, like, those are pretty common phrases that people use, like, I don't think you can trademark that line, Um, and also, like... Do you really think little band that no one's ever heard of that you have like Taylor Swift lawsuit money? Like, look what happened in the whole suit countersuing for a dollar situation. Like, exactly. that didn't exactly. end so well either. So, and also, um, can't you just be happy that now, like, so many more people have streamed your song because they want to hear if it sounds the same as Taylor Swift's "Shake It Off"? Because I assume their streams have gone up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I couldn't even tell you the name of the band and I definitely didn't go seek out the song. I was just like these idiots, like, (laughs) (laughs) 
Fool. If she couldn't come up with the line, haters gonna hate on her own. Have you seen some of her other lyrics that she writes? Like, that's the dumbest one she has. Like, that's the homeschool, like, education on that line. Like, forget. So, like, justice for Taylor. Justice for Taylor. Um, But I think the more, the more, like, this isn't even at lawsuit stages yet other yeah. than that he's been sued, but Travis Scott finally spoke about the whole Astroworld um, situation and his role in it. I didn't listen, but I heard it wasn't great. Well, he very much um, focused on the fact that he did not know what was going on um, and that, like, he, in that moment, like, you're only really paying attention to the music and your stage and the lighting and all that kind of stuff. And he like was very in much insistent that he like didn't have any clue that people were dying or like being injured or anything like that. Um, he's talked about how um, he like goes off of the fans energy and like, you know, he just didn't realize that it had like kind of taken the turn that he only found out just before the press conference that people had passed no, away. That's such a lot. Like, I don't believe that garbage. Like, you went to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> yeah, it like I mean, he obviously was tr- very much trying to minimize his role in the situation. Um, you know, like he talked about how he's not really responsible for like the security aspect of it. Like he is only there involved in like the creative element, but the like logistics of putting it on the concert has nothing to do with him. I, so, okay, I kind of do understand that. Like, I assume that they hire, like, the event coordinator would hire security. But also, I assume that there's someone in his team that would have known how many security guards were there, what the plan was. Like, it's not like there has to be some type of plan for this. Like, a disaster just, recovery plan, basically, but concert style. <laughs> I just don't really understand what his attorney was thinking, allowing him to, like, I, I am assuming that the interview agreement came with a very much like we have right of first refusal of like anything he says, we get to select what gets aired. But I just don't understand why in an active lawsuit, his attorney would have approved him speaking out on something like this because one little slip up can be twisted into something where like you go that from attorney was not hired by Chris Jenner clearly <laughs> clearly so I don't know like I mean he didn't get into like he never really said anything about anything like it was very much like a surface interview but yeah. I just I'm just shocked that they even allowed him to, yeah. to have that interview in general I just I don't know I just want them to go away like <laughs> just and then Kanye West is still out there singing for Kimberly to come back to him. Who the next day immediately went to withdraw her the West from her legal name there. Right. Right. Which she was so, going to keep, I think, for the kids. But yeah. Like, no so longer. is she, like, are we rebranding KKW to, like, KKD later? Like, is that what's happening? Like, <laughs> Pete doesn't want the West around? Or, like, what's going on here? I have to say, I, I sent this to you, but someone posted on Facebook and it was like the greatest thing that I've seen. And then like, basically the summary was like, I think often about how Chris Jenner was in the Thank You Next music video. And like, do you think Pete Davidson has asked her about it? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, great, great. It's Thank still you. wild. I mean, they haven't been photo- like photographed recently, um, but Miley Cyrus did a performance on also Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. I, can't, I know his mix was too up. Fallon, um, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, where she like basically made fun of the pictures of Kim and Pete and was like, like I would have come to Staten Island for a movie night. Kind of thing. Right. So, um, and Pete just, was roaring in laughter. I just don't believe that Kim Kardashian stepped foot on Staten Island. Like, they, she did though. There's pictures. I know there's pictures, but in my mind, that just doesn't make sense. It's like, very off brand. Balenciaga bodysuit, like. <laughs> Giant bug sunglasses, like <laughs> the sta- people of Staten Island must have been like, "What is happening here?" Like, this is the most people we've been invaded by aliens. Like, for sure. Oh man. Uh, um, but I think that's our news for the week, and then next one we're in person, know, and so exciting. And then starting off our uh, our end of year recaps next yes. week. So. Yes. I started to put some things. I really need to think about my favorite stories. Yes, I know. Me too. But um, we'll work on it. Since you'll be here, we can work on it in person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we will have, at some point, a full recap of the Hating Game movie. Yes, we have plans to see that on Christmas Eve. So um, probably an episode in the new year will have that recap. So hold well, tight. I'm very We'll excited. have to figure out our Christmas release schedule here still. <laughs> exactly. Nastasia had very good things to say, so good, good. I'm excited. Yes. Okay, well, um, we'll see you in person and talk to you next week. Sounds good. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.